Uh, welcome to the latest episode of the Love Sport Podcast. I'm Paul, your host. We'll be joined by John. You can get me at Paul underscore football. John at Lambic Peach on Twitter. You can get us on the Love Sport Podcast on Facebook and Twitter as well. Join in the conversation. Hey, we've always said it. You can be on the show if you want. This is the Love Sport Podcast. We are 100 miles in rain. May, well done. Yeah, thanks, mate. Well, look, we would have won at the end of last year when we did beat you guys in the um, in the first semi-final, but unfortunately, um, everybody took the gas straight after that against Geelong, so it didn't happen. So, yeah, good. Thanks. No, in all honesty, well done. Uh, congratulations, mate. You've got to be a good winner and a good loser, so well done. I, I think your team looks really balanced. Uh, another podcast, mate, another week. Um, so I think... I love the door slamming there. I think he's left, guys. But um, no, no, I'm letting the cats out, mate. I, I, I did that I a little to. bit earlier. Did that a little bit earlier. I got mate. a funny story about the cats. I'll come back to it. Oh, okay. We will bring that one into the podcast. I thought I would start off first of all, mate, talking about the um, how quickly you can get caught out in the radio and podcasting world. I right. listen to I listen to a lot of podcasts like you do, and there was a lot of love for Phil Mickelson the last few weeks because he started to play a little bit better golf and he was injury-free. And yeah. I listened to quite a few podcasts where they all said he'll never win a PGA tournament again. Yeah. Literally three or four days later, he wins a PGA tournament and the crowd went absolutely ballistic. It was like a major. Well, it was a major. Was it? Which one was it? <laughs> wasn't it? I did yeah, yeah, but it wasn't a major. It wasn't like a British Open, US Open, US PGA or anything. It was a PGA Tour event, wasn't it? Oh, right. That's why I was confused because it was so early in the year and they're going, oh, Phil Mickelson won the PGA. I'm like, really? No. Nah, it it usually P- comes at the back end of the season, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, mate. So, no, it was a PGA tournament. But um, still, nevertheless, oh. uh, congratulations oh, come on. to him. I knew well, he'd hey, come uh, off, the over, off the over 50s, but, I mean, I mean, it's great and all that, but, gee, like, wow, the next... It was uh, it was pretty big. Hey, and crowds getting back to sport as well probably uh, exacerbated the uh, a, a bit of the win there. So, look, do you want to tell us a story about the cats, or you want to keep you want to hold that hold that one, mate, for a little bit later? Well, funnily enough, I do my shopping in. I've got a, a Sports Direct NUFC Newcastle for Life shopping bag. I got it in Newcastle many years ago. I'm, I'm coming back. Oh, Louise had bought some. Um, some stuff for the downstairs. I, it was still in the bag. I took it downstairs and just left it on the floor, didn't put it away. And we're downstairs and we've got a new cat, like a second, the second cat who's come to us via our daughter. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Hannah, um, who I've grown <laughs> to quite like. But, but um, there's this noise happening behind us. Um, and I see, I see Misty on the NUFC for life bag on the bag, oh, on no. the crest, if you don't mind. I'm like, oh, look, she's got, you know how cats jump in out of bags and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't jump in a bag. She moved the crest right in under her, you know what, and proceeded <laughs> to, and Lou goes, I think she's weighing on your bag. I said, hey, wait, get off that, mate. And sure enough, she weed almost a complete. Now, I understand where she's coming from with this way yeah. that the team's been run for quite a few years, but you have to believe that. And, and the punishments for Misty were uh, both quick mm-hmm. and not, I mean, out of proportion. I certainly didn't kick or hit her, but we, you know, gave a bit of noise and a bit of, uh, 
and um, she should off and she knows going. I was like, I because she sleeps up here on the NUFC crested banner, as you know, you've seen them. Yep. Right there, but um, um yeah, mate. Anybody except mate, I think uh, I, I can believe it because um, we're, we're going to go. This is a sports podcast, but I'll go a bit about cats as well. I bought um, brand new headphones, wireless headphones, uh, about a year and a bit ago that I was using for podcasts and had a really good microphone and everything like that. The cats don't touch anything else. You know, the cheap uh, Apple ear pods and all this kind of stuff. They didn't touch yeah, they any enjoyed of those. expensive ones though, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they chewed them to bits. I've never chewed on anything like it before or after, but it, mm. I had them for about a week. So good on cats. I think they know. I think they know. Mate, straight into a uh, keep kick cuddle for you, mate. Yeah. Just to keep you on your toes. John McEnroe, Mark Philippoussis, Andy Murray. Keep, kick, or cuddle? John McEnroe, Mark Philippoussis, or Andy Murray. Well, I'm going to keep John McEnroe, one, because he is an actual um, all-time great player. Yeah. Legitimately, out of those guys, uh, he'd be the number one of those guys. And, you know, I remember back when I was a little kid and, and I remember doing the, you know, the reverse backward serve left-handed and all that. <laughs> and um, John McEnroe was awesome. Uh, uh, he's an idiot. You've got uh, to be kidding that, me. No, hang on. He came across a bit, me, but you know he's he's had some quite decent commentary over the years. Uh, I felt he let himself down by um, by absenting the situation over a couple of uh, issues with ESPN callers in the last year or so. But yeah. um, we'll not we'll get to that. Um, who's the other two? Um, Mark Philippus, Andy Murray. Um, what I get? Keep cuddle and kick. Yep. I'll cuddle um, Mark Philippus because. Um, I'd like to be cuddling some of the people that he's cuddled over the journey. Oh, he is. I hear you take. He's made a hundred percent positive on everything that he's 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 done. Um, and I'm going to kick Andy Murray because um, he's one of those dudes. That every time he opens his mouth, all I hear is complaints, whinging, moaning, and pointing at other people and saying they're not quite perfect. I want them out. I don't think I could have summed that up any better than you. I, I would have had the same. Um, nothing to do with nationalities, completely what you've said about personalities and what they've done in their careers. Um, you got one for me there, mate? Or not, I do. Not, not, let's go, fire up. Well, it's a cold week. I've actually got two, and I'll, I'll keep one back, right? But the um, with the colder winter months arriving, and we all love mm. breakfast, and we've been around athletes and we understand what they eat and you know what you eat, um, I want you to keep cuddle kick. Didn't we have one of four options at one point? So, yeah, we have, but we've brought it back to three, and we have had two in the past. We're going to just keep kicking cattle, mate. So, oh, no, that's you... really hard. I really, okay, it's going to make it really hard. Okay. All right. So, for breakfast in winter, porridge, boiled mm-hmm. egg and toast, mm-hmm. uh, Greek yogurt with honey, and last night's pepperoni pizza. Well, you're giving me four options here. So, yeah. um, you've got to kick two. I'm going to. I've got to kick two or keep two? Let's kick two. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, the the yogurt's gone straight up and mm-hmm. the porridge. So I'm going to keep the eggs on toast. I think you said boiled eggs on toast. Something well, like boiled eggs on toast by derivation would be mostly 
where you dip you... into the egg. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You're right, you're right. Well, I'm going to keep the eggs whatever format you gave me there, and I'm yeah. definitely going to cut all the pizza because I couldn't do it every morning, uh, but I'd love to do it a fair bit. That next morning pizza is absolutely magnificent. So now, now can I ask you a question about this? This sure. is going to segue into a yes, no. Yep. Cold or hot? Cold or reheated pizza? Um, I rarely reheat it. I like it mm. cold and I like to add a little bit uh, of... It's a yes or no. It's a yes, no, mate. It's a, it's a yes, oh, no. Well, well, yes or no. Yes or no. What am I Okay. Cold pizza the next day, yes or no? Uh, yes. Done. Okay, mate. So I've got I've got another uh, keep kick cuddle for you. Uh, yeah. Movie one here. Bit of a tough one because I love all three. Damned United. Any given Sunday. I think I know the answer to this one. And Moneyball. Oh, I've already done this before. Um, yeah, I'm keeping. I'm, I'm. I'm. Cut my favourite is keep or cuddle your favourite. I, I keep keeps your favourite. Cuddles kind of like you right. could go either way on it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, keep is. Um, any given Sunday. That's my favourite sports movie of all time. Whoop, whoop. Um, by Miles. I absolutely love it. Uh, I love the story. I, I went to see it at the movies. I took Louise. I bought it on VHS. I got a DVD. It's awesome. Love Al Pacino. I love everyone in it. I love the scenes. I love, I love the quarterback. I like the whole story. It's awesome. And, yeah, go with that one. Uh, what's next? Gamby United and Moneyball. Right. Man, that's pretty hard. Um, yeah, that was meant to be. This one was meant to be. You know what? Um, Moneyball's still having such a huge influence around the place and it's really starting to annoy the crap out of me and lots of major sports. I'll go with I'll cuddle the damn United and I'll kick Moneyball. Uh, interesting. I would have switched it on that one. Um, just I would any given Sunday, absolutely, you and I would put it up there as our favourite sports movie. Um, Moneyball, because it is a movie, I can just continue. I can pick it up at any point and I enjoy it. I enjoy mm. people who innovate. I enjoy the fact that they buck the system to an extent. And yep. the, actual, the actual acting in the movie is understated and it's really good. Um, and Damn United, I loved it when I first saw it. I've had enough of it now, so I could probably give that a kick. I've, I've seen it enough times. Fair uh, enough. M- Got a few yes nos for you, mate, to keep the pace really rocking and rolling. At sure. Brisbane winning the AFL in twenty twenty one, winning the whole lot, grand final. I've got to say yes. Come on. Ratting the coach to Saints in twenty twenty two. Oh, that's hard. Um, yeah, um, not after last week. No. Leads to make the Euros at the end of the twenty. 20- I'm no. oh, not them Euro European uh, any European competition at the end of twenty twenty one twenty two. Not unless they win the FA Cup, no. There you go, mate. Got any yes nos for me? That was really I well do. done. I got one. Um, now, I need mm-hmm. to give, um, tell me, who was the Suns dude who tackled the uh, Geelong player? Oh, mate, I'm going to go blank on the name. I don't have it in front of me, but yeah. Okay, should that person be suspended? Oh, do I have to answer that? Go on. Absolutely no. The biggest okay, no next question, did. yes or no. Yes or no. Should someone at the AFL resign based on the absolute ludicrousness of that report? No. Because I don't yeah, know the history. I've got to say no, and I can't give any more. All he did uh, was tackle any yeah, – yeah, yeah, that's all you can do, and I respect that. Okay. No. Next, kick, keep or love, I'm giving you four. Yep. 
Oh, geez. Two of them you got to keep. Okay, mate. No, two of them you got to cuddle and one you got to toss. Okay, how's that? So keepers, I love them. Yep. Two is a two um, cuddles a, and a kick. Cuddle. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Okay. You're not going to thank me for this list. Go for it. Right, Liz Cambage, Megan Rapinoe, LeBron James, and David Pocock. Oh, Jesus. No, so, no, uh, he's not on that list. <laughs> well, Jesus would be a keep for me. Oh, yeah. Absolute keep, of course. Um, so how many have I got? Sorry, I apologise. Got, You've got uh, one, to, one to keep, two to cuddle. Give him a little, you know, you're doing a good job there. Little, keep going, you know. Every everyone's mm. against you, and mm. um, one to send to an eternal banishment of the fires of hell and damnation. Well, just on, I don't. I, I suppose we don't try and justify this too much, but just on the the vitriol, whether the male or female, Liz Cambage, I've got a, I've got a kick. I mean, I've had enough. I've defended her enough times. That's a kick. Um, I've got. Two cuddles, did you say? Yeah. Give me the names. I've got, got Pocock. Megan Rapinoe. Rapinoe. Yep. LeBron. King James. Yep. Um, serial person who brings all the best players this around him and says, I'm the greatest. Ever. I, I, and Dave Pocock. Okay, I'm going to keep Megan Rapinoe for everything she's done for women's football and men's football, football. So I'm going to keep her. Okay. I don't. Fair enough. I'm going to keep her. And I'll cuddle the other two. Um, I probably would have kicked. Um, one of those other two, but we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Sorry, man. That was a good one. That's the point of this, mate. We can't just make it bread uh, and butter for each other. Uh, now, the COVID situation in the AFL has got pretty serious. Um, I think I think it's pretty ludicrous that we're Wednesday afternoon and unless uh, or Wednesday evening, unless something else has happened in between, because we both work, we both have families and everything. We obviously both have cats. Um, it's yeah. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. AFL has always been a game where people travel. It has always been. People travel from Queensland down to Melbourne for the weekend. They'll watch their team and then they'll go and see some other stuff and culture and so forth, right? Yeah. We're, we're Wednesday night. There's 15 cases already um, that they're tracing and potentially 59 sites and who knows over the next few days how many more people. You just know it's going to get worse. 100%. So why hasn't the AFL made a call now and said, look, forget your tickets, no crowds, um, for this weekend, what, why has that not happened? Well, are they waiting to be told? Like, I, I, you would have to think communication between the Victorian, New South Wales, Queensland, WA, and Adelaide, and federal governments, and AFL, and the NRL, to be fair, and Super Rugby, given what they've got going on at the moment. Yep. yep. Don't know if they'd be telling, you know, uh, the A League, because the A League never seems to understand that there's anything going on. But, <laughs> um, that you know that you'd think they'd be telling them, but what I want to know is this: is how come every single member of every AFL club hasn't already been vaccinated? Mate, your answer is as good as mine. I mean, obviously, um, and you know, NRL club. I mean, I would have thought that given that you know the high price put on those guys actually playing to provide entertainment for everyone. Because, you know, especially if we're going to go back lockdowns again and we're way behind on the program of getting everyone vaccinated. I mean, to me, it's a it's a no-brainer. Line up, get it done. You keep playing, um, even if everything else goes to the you-know-what. And anyone listening to this knows, and if they've listened to us a number of times, they know we're semi-sensible. 
We know that the first responders are the most absolutely vital and important people who need to be um, vaccinated. So please don't think we're saying they're more important. And over people. 80s and Indigenous yeah. communities and blah, blah, blah. But you could have done it. We, we agree with all of that. We, but, yeah. I, but then secondary are those people who also generate money for the country. And whether you love sport like we do or you don't care, they generate income, right? They generate crowds, they generate merchandise, all those things. So I agree with you. I, I don't understand. I think it's a, I think it's kind of like a subsection of, of, of what's gone wrong or a sub-study or whatever. It's, it, it's just incredibly inept, our rollout across the country. I know we're supposed to be talking about sport, but what are we drinking tonight, John? What are we drinking? What, you, you are one <laughs> I'm of the trying to get my head around. Look, I've had a huge week or two at... Um school and work and, mm. and I'm, mm. I've got there's got one opportunity because I've got another maybe three nights of continuous other stuff that I'll be doing yeah. so I thought yeah. I'd grab myself just a little German lager uh, it's not not a little one um little German lager little- what I talk to you and you know it's it's look put it this way it's from Munich so that'll do well I, I mean I, I don't want to give free advertising because like, fr- frankly at this point no one's given us anything. No. no well, they've given us a tiny bit of grief, and that's good. That's what I want. But Did we get much grief uh, from last week? Did I nearly get you cancelled? No, not at all. I think people are a bit disappointed we don't fire up a bit more. But um, oh, okay. mate, you might as well tell us what the, uh, what the, uh, the beverage is tonight. What, what beer are you drinking? Well, it's a Wyhan Stefano. Oh, have not had. Mate, you oh, are yeah, one no. of the great, you're one of the great beer connoisseurs that I know. Like, you... There's people who just drink beer for drinking beer, and there's those people who drink it. I don't drink a lot of beer, so when I do, I want it to be nice. You know, I'm not going to dr- try and drink a crap beer. I want to drink. I'll, I'll well, just Dutch do what beer. we can. My don't Dutch forget, beer, I've got, Belgium, I've got, I've got German. young, impressionable minds from school maybe listening. So, I'll well, when say they're that, old uh, enough, everything we have is in moderation. Absolutely, and when they're old enough. I would hope that they have discretionary drinking where they actually drink beers that are really lovely as opposed to drinking just, you know what I'm trying to say here. Indeed. I'm well, if you know what, how busy my schedule has been, to just sit down and actually talk some, talk a little bit of ball is really nice So and, and uh, have a, a nice cleansing ale or actually yeah. lager, to be honest. Oh, lager's good. Oh, you got me thirsty. Now, mate, breaking the podcast to tell you about a few other initiatives we've got going. We've got Three Mates Can, and that's an uh, initiative about getting three mates, being better men, informing each other, keeping each other you know, accountable and responsible, and treating women better. So that's Three Mates Can. You can get us on Facebook and Twitter at Three Mates Can. Join in the conversation, let's be better men and be better women as well. Also, uh, Change Rooms to Change is our initiative to see how clubs are working in society and, and their local populations. And uh, at Change Rooms for Change, you can get us on Facebook and Twitter as well. And um, let us know what your club's doing. We'll promote them for free. This is the Love Sport Podcast. Still got to go back to the NFL at the moment. A lot of talk about... Um, you know, the, the last few weeks, all the talk has been about Aaron Rodgers. So we're going to go away from him. Hmm. Uh, where will Julio Jones end up, do you think? Because uh, he, Green I, Bay. Still, I think he will. I think he's got to be ending up at Green Bay. There's a lot of rumours going around. How good would that be for Rodgers? I'd be interesting because, you know, if you actually um, 
bring him in, he'd have to become a number one, but then you've mm. got Devontae Adams, who's a much better receiver than him right now. It'd be he is, really interesting. He's a better athlete and receiver, and I agree with you, but Julio Jones is also such an intelligent footballer. He runs, as you know, he runs some just magnificent routes. He knows exactly where the ball's going to be. He's one of those guys who he just tricks his defenders by running back to the ball, and I love yeah. those receivers. I think the time has come, um, and I had my big rant the other day about about Aaron, and I don't step back from any of that. I was, I try to be as honest as I could be, and and that honesty is born from frustration of, of of the idea. And I've I've never actually said a cuss word against the Packers, ever. You've you know that, or, or our players. Yeah. Um, I do think that we have to load up and take a chance a little bit while we're actually, you know, in the top actual legit couple sides in the comp because when Rogers goes. We're not going to win it. So let's go. So there was a lot of talk that he could end up potentially uh, um, at the Patriots, but it's looking pretty strong that he'll end up at the uh, at the Packers. Now, you definitely, definitely, definitely couldn't uh, whinge um, if you were Aaron Rodgers about not getting any talent in. So um, we'll leave it at that because I don't want to make it a, um, uh, an Aaron Rodgers bash. I, I, I feel a bit I sorry for the um, for the – the fans of the Falcons and, and they, they, they touched the Super Bowl. They had it literally yeah. with their both hands outstretched at the podium and they dropped it. And it must well, be Maddie, a horrible feeling. Is that one of the most annoying nicknames that really doesn't match a player, Matty Ice? But they want to, but, it, but that's, that's a little bit the same as the Aaron Rodgers thing. Was that they want to tee off on Matt, on Matt Ryan for losing that Super Bowl. He put him in position to win. Hundred percent. The, def- I was the defense say that. absolutely stopped, man. They, the defense what, shut down. Well, one thing that's really surprised me at the moment about the—I uh, don't know if we call it a—with I believe season. a defensive-minded head coach. Well, mate, the thing that's put me off about the off-season, post-season, pre-season uh, NFL and the OTAs and all that kind of stuff. I've been really surprised that o- Odell Beckham Jr. hasn't said, said something outrageous uh, to anyone. <laughs> that, that's been my biggest surprise so far. It's been pretty tame. I mean, I think actually it's incredible to see how much of the oxygen Aaron Rodgers has taken from everything. Well, it says there's not a lot really going on in the NFL, doesn't it, at the moment. Mm. And, that's, and that's as it should be. And, and this is where the NBA's, NBA's in their convoluted, and, and I can't even understand it, playoff system at the moment. Um, and you've got, you know, the baseball's, you know, part like the third of the way through its season. And we're talking about the NFL. So, well, well played NFL. You've, you've done it with the draft. You've done it with your OTAs. They just are the master of keeping their name right there, aren't they? Uh, well, if they're not the number one, they're in the top two sports leagues on the planet. Well, mate, what did you think about the, um, the, the final round of the EPL? Um, you know, there was a few surprises and so forth. And probably the only thing that was really exciting is at one stage, Chelsea was out of the uh, Champions League and, and Leicester, Leicester basically blew it, you know, losing so many of their last few games. I feel for Leicester in the last two years that the same thing happened. But guess what? Like we said a week ago, I wouldn't stop any of it for winning the title and winning the FA Cup. No, absolutely. And, you and know what? They, they had a decent season. I mean, and so so be it. Like I, I'd give my look, honestly, man. I nearly. I once heard. Do you remember the band of Stray Cats? 
Yeah, of course. Well, we saw them at East Leeds clubs, right? And um, back years ago in Brisbane, which was a an awesome live venue. We were on a, a bit of a string where we'd seen the cult, and we saw Iggy Iggy Pop, and then um, oh, wow, and then the Stray Cats came into town, and that was a pretty pretty hot series of bands. And we came out. One of my best mates at the time, who I don't have contact with anymore, I won't mention his name. <laughs> he actually made the statement straight up that he would give his left knacker if we could see the Stray Cats again the next week. Oh, we saw the Pogues in that stretch as well. Oh, wow. He, okay. at, there's all East Lease Club. And I I had to say at that time I agreed with him. If you had to come out and said the Pixies as well, I'm not sure if you're a Pixies fan, but I'm a massive Pixies Yeah, well, fan. it was, but they, did, they didn't make it to the East Lease Club, man. So <laughs> it, it was what it was. But Stray Cats were something pretty special. And um, now what were we talking about? Because uh, I totally lost one. We've completely lost support then. Are we talking about football? Oh, Leicester. We were talking about Leicester. Leicester. And so if if I would give that, that in 86 and 87 and 88, and then 90 and 91, 92, or 96, whatever, you know, 96, 97, yep. and up to um, 2005, if we had a won just one of those trophies, man. I definitely hear what you're saying. Look, there was some good discussions this week about, um, I think they a, a few podcasts were talking about teams like West Ham, uh, Aston Villa, Leeds, Newcastle and Everton, which of those teams could break into the top six in the next few years. I, I think probably the only one that can't, not because they haven't had good players, not because they haven't got great support, it's just the owner. I think the only one out of those teams who couldn't would probably more than likely obviously be Newcastle. And it's only because of your current owner. But I think Everton, Villa, Leeds, if they can keep Bielsa, because they, look, say what you want, they don't have the money that the Villas and Everton's and that do at the moment. Uh, Leeds don't have that money. So I think the only team that probably couldn't break in, and who knows with West Ham, um, would probably be Newcastle. So I can't wait till you get new owners and, those teams are pushing a traditional six, mate. You know, it's funny. If Mike Ashley actually had any kind of – if it was um, Freddie Shepard or someone like that owning the club at the moment, or even Brian Johnson from ACDC, and they're making a, a, a go – right now, the, the nucleus of our team, attacking-wise and really solidly defensive-wise and goalkeeper, is as good as many other – clubs that you could possibly find. We've got decent defensive midfielders. Yep. If they could find one decent attacking or midfielder to open um, and be creative, which, I mean, like everyone wants one. If we could get PLO, right, that'd be yeah. nice. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, I actually, it's crazy. Like, I know I talked a lot about us getting relegated this year, but when you see the, the, the team in its full pomp, um, it's not that far away from being really good. I actually said that to you earlier in the year that um, you're attacking players and yet they were injured. Most of your attacking players were injured for a big, and with COVID, we're out for a big part of the year. Once you had those attacking players on board, you scared the hell out of teams. Um, the same as Leeds scared the hell out of teams, you know, in terms of their running style. The same as, you know, Everton do once they start getting a few corners, they've got some quality there. Hey, I've, um, got a, I've got a yes, no for you. Yeah, go for it. Should someone in the FA, in the in the, in the England Euro squad selection 
um, think tank be sacked tonight because they couldn't find a spot in a 35-man squad for Geordie Joe Willock? No. He's the kind of guy who wins your World Cup, man. You go back to Grossi attacking from deep into the box, scoring goals. He's on fire. I'm just not, just I'm just not breaking the. I'm just not breaking the rules, mate. On a, of a yes no, the yes no is I can only give a yes or no. Well, I'm telling um, I'm tell, I'm telling you that Geordie Joe Willock should have been in that in that Euro squad. Well, we'll do. We'll, we might do a bit of a uh, Premier League wrap next week. And but, I'm not. Um, a, I, know, and I know I'm a total homer, but. I wouldn't advocate for anyone else in the team to, to make it. No, I, I know where you're coming from, mate. And we all know you know your football. But uh, goalkeepers of the year, mate, um, they get unheralded at time. I'd have to have Emmy Martinez up there from Villa. Uh, who else would you have as, as one of the goalkeepers of the year? Uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I liked Alison's goal at the weekend. Um, well, they needed that goal, so... <laughs> Goalkeepers is funny. I thought Schmeichel was on the way to it. Um, actually, I, I actually going to give you um, a guy who came in during COVID and injuries, mm. um, Carl Darlow for Newcastle. Okay, that's brilliant. a good call. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Um, and what about Flappy Ansky? <laughs> he was good for us. He helped, he helped Newcastle out. He, he was brilliant for us. Well, I'm the sort not of goalkeeper I'd really like to see. I'm not going to talk about uh, Euros squads for a minute, but I do want to talk about some of the emerging players. Uh, we've seen guys like Phil Foden, uh, Mason Mounts, obviously Jack Grealish was out half the year. There's some exciting young talent. There's some really, really exciting young talent that I enjoy watching that aren't in my team. So I just think some of these guys, you've got to give people time. You know, 22, 23-year-olds, they can still become brilliant years later. So I think... I think there's a lot of young English talent or, or European. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say British talent anymore. I don't even know what you call anything, but some it's really English, good emerging it's, players. It's for, for England. And everyone's got a very short memory when it comes to England. Last World Cup, semi finalists, and they very, they very much could have been in the final. And, and they would have been a much better finalist than the one that got there. Um, so I wouldn't say. The hand on my heart, and you know that I'll be going for England in this world in this Euro. Yep. Why would I possibly think that they can't win it? You, do you know who I do you know who I go for because of my family history? You'd have no idea. I don't have one. It's Wales, isn't it? Wales and Belgium. So uh, that's just family history there, mate. So I have to do that. I've heard um, you say that before. I was, hey, did you see that all-time World Cup um, list and, and Belgium? I couldn't believe it came in. I think a top twelve all-time World Cup pre- performances. I was pretty excited about that, to be honest. So, but yeah. you think about the players over the years, and yeah, it's had some great players. But, mate, um, I really think, you know, the crowds obviously were restricted, but how good was it to actually hear crowd noise again? Were, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. And it was, it was just – and I listened to a bunch of podcasts, obviously from the Newcastle perspective and the lead-up about how the you know fans getting in and, and what that was going to mean. I thought some of the comments from different people around the league, and it's something that I was really starting to get on my nerves um, about the fans putting pressure on teams and players and how that's this, that, and the other. I think the demonisation of fans being away for a long time in all sports. Yeah. And I think it's very, at the moment, you know, you switch on, you open up the BBC server, it's, oh, fans said this, the fans in 
Italy, their race, all this. There's all this continuous teeing off on fans everywhere you go, um, you know, and people chasing down internet. Tro- I don't think internet trolls are fans of football matches. No, I, th- no. I think if I, I think if I if if I'm not happy with the owner, it doesn't mean I'm I'm out of line with loving my club. And I think I think a lot of stuff that's happened in the last eighteen months at games wouldn't have happened. With in any sport, with all the fans in the crowd. No, I, I absolutely concur. And Mate, if they I, don't I, like it, if they don't like it when the fans come back and they give them a piece of it, well, you know they're going to have to suck it up because they've been literally the players and the, and the administrators of all the sports have been giving it to their fans for ages. You've only got to look at the way the ratings in the NBA um, have literally fallen off a cliff. To see what it's like now, I know, and I think, I think the NRL and the AFL are going to be pretty, pretty careful too. With the, and w- with the stuff we talked about cricket over the summer, about people walking up, pointing dudes out, having them tossed out, and this, that, and the other. It's like, and and everything's done without any kind of proof. Just fans, well, oh, the fans of this and that and the other. I just, I hate it. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. Um, uh, I I obviously was at the uh, Brisbane Richmond game last week, and I was in the Richmond cheer squad, and and I'm very quiet at games, as you know. So we became the targets of people last week, and you know, people have said, "Ah, oh, Brisbane Lions supporters are the worst." The people that were the worst weren't Brisbane Lions supporters last week. They were people not even wearing colours. They just went there for an event, which is fair enough, and then they decided to target. So. You know, they weren't fans. The, the Brisbane Lions fans that were there that I know, we had a good chat after the game. We had a good chat at halftime. You know, that, that's what footy's about. Have your banter, be respectful. The people who want to fight, the people not wearing colours, they're not fans. But uh, last night... Oh, I, I, went to, to... I went to the Titans game last week in the NRL, mm-hmm. as you know. Yeah. And, yep. and I just thought it's the first game I've been to since COVID shut down. Yep. In any code, and I was really looking forward to it. It was a three o'clock kickoff, which I like. It was actually during the day, and that was so nice. It is. Um, it is. But the walk in, um, the sitting down, uh, what they call, I don't know what they call fan experience. And you know how they use that term? Yeah, yeah. The fan yeah. experience of walking, I feel like a school student getting lined up, walked in, sit down, don't say or do anything. And then walk out. Now, I've felt like that of the cricket for a good few years now, right? Yeah. Whatever yeah. happens, don't say or do anything. Don't don't ever say, dude, your bowling's crap. Don't say that. You'll, you'll be out. And and I think the, 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 all the sports have got to be careful that if you demonise the fans, and the players are quite empowered now, saying, well, we won't cop that, you know, all that sort of stuff. What used to be good ribbing from the crowd, um, anyone can take offence at anything. It's a dangerous time for sports and crowds. If you lose, I think if you lose the crowds from the game, uh, my my kids don't want to, never want to really go to go. I took them. They really didn't have that much interest. They don't follow the sports that I follow at all. You know, if you don't have them, the game will die. I'm like, well, why, why would a kid who doesn't watch the game at a ground think of watching it on telly? Well, mate, I, I said the same thing to you about entertainment factors as well and just kind of what you were touching on. My kids have gone to AFL, they've gone to soccer, they've gone to every single sport. And the one that grabbed them 
and it did have the best entertainment value for that period of time was basketball. It, it, it's really captured their imagination because it was a, a holistic event. If you're not a die-in-the-wool AFL fan, that's a long time for a kid, isn't it? Two and a half to three hours. That's a hell yeah, of a Yeah, AFL games are long. I said to and Lou when, I got in the, when, when she picked me up at Burley Station, I said, the best thing about it was that she said, oh, you, you said, I said to be picking up real quick. I said, that's one good thing about rugby league is that all, all football, you go to the game and it's done, you come back. Sometimes you go to the AFL and if it's not going right, feel like, you feel like you're there forever. <laughs> the know? last quarter the last quarter against you guys <laughs> felt that way. But, mate, I was at, um, I was at uh, Dolphin Stadium last night and there was around 4,000 on a Tuesday night. And it really felt like a good crowd. Like everyone yeah. who was there last night really got into it. And I've got to, I've got to admit, mate, I, I shed a bit of a tear last night because we went 3-0 up. And it wasn't the fact we were 3-0 up. It was the fact the home crowd, I'm not talking about the den, I'm talking about the members who pay a lot of, a lot of extra money. Mm. They, were just, they were, every time there was a substitution, every time there was a 50-50 tackle, they were on their feet. And yeah. people, people say, you know, oh, there's no atmosphere at this and there's not this and there's not that. The crowd last night was only 4,000. And it was the best raw crowd in years. I, I know that sounds silly, 4,000. But everyone was invested last night. So well, I, I know, know that no one loves that club more than you do. So <laughs> I I'm, I'm pleased for you. Do, <laughs> it's people who do, but I've stuck with them, haven't I? So I don't know why I'm a sucker. Yeah. Mate, it's been another fantastic podcast. I love having you on this show with me as my as my host with me, and um, the format's going really well, mate. So, but if anyone has any other suggestions, we are really open to it. We will give those sections a try, as long as uh, John and I don't lose our jobs over those sections. Get us on Love Sport on Facebook and Twitter. Get myself at Paul underscore Football. John occasionally will be at Lambic Peach. But please put your suggestions forward, guys. There's, there's no silly suggestions. There's just ones we'll ignore. Mate, we will speak to you uh, in the next few days. Thanks for having me, and thank you, everybody. I hope you all have a great week. Absolutely. Love Sport Podcast out. That was good, mate. I'll um, get it down to about 33, 34 minutes. Oh, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Love Sport Podcast. I was Paul, your host, joined by John. You can get me at Paul underscore football, John at Lambic Peach on Twitter. You can also get us on the Love Sport podcast and Facebook and Twitter. As always, joining the conversation, this is, was, and always will be the Love Sport podcast.